The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. I'll always be in Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not here today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Miss Lavish, how are you? I am doing great. Another successful day on the movie set. Yes. It was awesome. Yes. Yes. We... We have an interview. Uh, we were on the, the set of the new movie, Hey, Mr. Postman. Yep. That'll be dropping, I believe, sometime in 2018. Yep. He said about April, May-ish. Yeah. So make sure, make sure you go see this oh movie. Oh, my God, y'all. It's going to be so funny. Like, and what's awesome is how these characters are on the movie is how they are in real life. Yes. Like, they're, they're, I can't. I can't. I can't. They all so funny for real. Like, yeah. it's too much. It's very much like who they are for real. Yes. So we were able to go on set today and uh, we taped an interview earlier in the day with the amazingly talented and unbelievably beautiful <laughs> Liana Mendoza, yes. who is one of the uh, one of the stars of the movie. So. Um, she has a, had a lot of interesting things to say. Mm-hmm. Great interview. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was an amazing. Yeah, interview. I bet you did love it. <laughs> no, she's beautiful, y'all. I said it in the interview. I had to let her know, like, girl, you, she's gorgeous. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. seriously, she ain't no joke. No, for real, no, for she's real. not. <laughs> <laughs> but she also has some some interesting things to say as well. Uh, so we are going to go to that interview right now with. Liana Mendoza from the new movie. Hey, Mr. Postman. We are here on the set of the new movie. Hey, Mr. Postman. And we're sitting here. We're standing here rather with one of the stars of the movie. uh, Liana Mendoza. How are you? Oh, is that me? That's you. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm so happy that I'm out of my heels. I'm dancing over here for the for the executive producer, I'm doing a little booty popping. You guys can't see that, but that's what I'm doing. Yes, and it's very unfortunate that you can't see that. You're, you're missing out. <laughs> so, but they won't miss out if they watch the movie. There's lots of that going on in there. All right, so make sure you watch the movie. I'm I'm telling you, make sure you watch the movie. So, speaking of the movie, tell us a little bit about your character and uh, everything like that. Oh my gosh, well she's thrilling to me. Honestly, uh, I play a lot of different characters. I have throughout my career I mostly do drama and so I have to work really hard on making sure I sound very American (laughs) in those roles and apparently I didn't know this until just recently that I have a little bit of an accent I did not know this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going, okay, I don't have to pretend. I can speak English and Spanish. This is kind of perfect. And um, she's really funny. 
quirky. There's some sex appeal to her too, I think. You know, she kind of uses that to her advantage throughout right. the throughout the film because there's a little bit of hijinks antics that go on between <laughs> the love triangle of uh, Omar Gooding's character and Walter Frank's character and then myself. So I just absolutely love her. You know, she's a she's a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it, Miss Lavish. First and foremost, I have to say that you are beautiful. You are so stunning. And you're so nice. I'm going to tell my mom and dad I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, yeah, shout out to your parents. <laughs> they did a great job. It's so funny. Uh, one of my friends, actually, he's also an actor. He was like, you know, I'm going to send your parents a bouquet of edible arrangements mm -hmm. to thank them for your DNA or your genes or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, that is the cutest thing ever. Yeah, so I'm glad that yes. they gave me these genes. Yes. <laughs> so how is it, how does it feel to work on a film where it's a lot of urban, like, uh, legends, I guess you could say, in the for the black movies and the black community? How does that feel as an actress to be a part of something that's, you know, going to go down in history? Because I know this is going to be hilarious. 100%. I feel so honored, mm -hmm. to be very frank with you. Um, I worked with, uh, one of my first movies was actually with Master P and Cat Williams on Internet Dating. So I have experience working with amazing legend-type actors. This takes it not only to a good memorabilia kind of feel to it, because I had that experience, but this is just... A huge notch up because that character was more subdued and this one's just a little bit more wild. I get to be the lead character and this is just an honor to be working with people that have been doing this way longer than I have. I feel like a baby and I'm like complaining like I've been doing this for nine years. When am I going to get my break? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like these people have been doing this like triple what I'm, you know, putting in. So it's an honor. Yeah. Such an honor, girl. Yes. So great. Yes. Um, so you touched on it a little bit earlier, but I just want you to kind of expand on it a little bit. Talk about some of the experiences and some of the things that you've had to deal with being a person of color in the business and stuff like that. Boy, I am so glad you asked that question. <laughs> Seriously, because I feel like all of us that are brown and I don't say I don't ever say black. My, my little sister actually brought it to my attention. She was probably like seven years old. She goes, sister, how come the people that are dark brown? Why do they call them black? We are all brown. They're just different <laughs> shades of brown. And so we're all, yes, people of color. And I feel that as a Latina actress, that's not addressed mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and I feel like there's not enough of us, first of all. Secondly, did you know that we also only represent 2% of working actors? Wow. Yeah. So I feel like being a person of color and being that 2% is like... God is moving in my life because it's not luck. It's not, it's hard work, of course. You know, right. faith without works is dead. Absolutely. But I feel like it's just not all me. Somehow there's this other plan because I'm being pulled into it and I just feel so blessed to be a part of that 2%. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that's really cool about uh, not only this movie, but movies like that is I hear often that, you know, urban movies or black movies, they they tend to a lot of them go out of their way to have a Latino or a Latina character in it. And in those type of settings, they allow them to be themselves. And I think that's really cool to see that. I'm like, thank God, you know, <laughs> okay, so I work for major network television and I'm very grateful but I have to really focus, as I said, to sound like this. And it's <laughs> Detective Reyes, you know? And it's just like, I love the fact that we all kind of bond together. We all kind of yeah. stick together. And you guys kind of 
help the Latinos? Because you guys seem like you have your ish together, you know what I mean? Like, to me, African-American people, dark brown people, I won't say black in honor of my sister, you know, dark brown people, you guys seem to have it together in terms of you look out for each other, you have your own channels and networks and your movies and all this stuff. It's like Latinos, I don't know, we're too busy fighting or eating beans, I don't know. But <laughs> we need to do that too, you know? And I feel so blessed because it's like I've been brought into the wings of you know, what you guys are already doing in terms of the movement and, and this community. I've, I'm, it's super awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so let everybody know how to get in contact with you on social media, how to follow you, get your numbers up, all that good stuff. I just like to say search me because, first of all, my Google searches will go up, and that's always helpful. <laughs> so just search me in Google. If you want to search Instagram, just Liana Mendoza Instagram, Liana Mendoza Twitter, Liana Mendoza Facebook. Boom, boom, boom. It all pops up. And a couple of surprises, too, from what I hear. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for spending time with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's so great to be accepted by you guys. And just, like, let me be my, my silly self. It's cool. Thank you. <laughs> So that interview was dope. It was. It like, was. She was really cool. Like. She she was. She was so, like, down to earth. And even after the interview, we, we stood and talked to her for a little while longer. And she was just super sweet and kind. So it was just... I loved everybody. Yeah, everybody on the on the set of this movie, man, it's it's really been a dope experience to see that everybody's been, like, real cool yeah. and relatable and down to earth and stuff. And uh, one of the things that she mentioned in the interview, she was talking about um, some of the some of the difficulties mm -hmm. and some of the things that you have to navigate as being a uh, Hispanic a, yeah. or brown, brown right. person, brown she person, said. Right, <laughs> right, a person of color. So um, and, and I found that to be really interesting because a lot of times it feels like black Hollywood embraces yeah um you know hispanics they do in in a lot of movies and a lot of tv shows music you know the whole nine um which is a really cool thing to see mm, yeah it definitely is and i can't believe that she says she's been doing it for nine years that out of her nine years this is her first film where she was able to be herself that's crazy she didn't have to mask her accent and i think that that's ridiculous how can you want a latino woman a woman to be in your movie or your show and make her mask her accent like are you serious yeah that's i mean i don't get that that's and, wild so i think that's yeah. dope that she actually she even said like this is the closest character she had to be herself, to be herself and i yeah. think that's amazing that she you know she got to be herself and accent at all right well and i think that's one of the things that's cool because you know if you look at what we do like we always you know joke talk about the culture or whatever doing it for the culture it, i mean it is for the culture yeah, and it is. that's why it's important because when you have that platform when you have that position in black hollywood or whatever to also be able to to look look out for our Latino brothers and sisters yep. as well and give them a spot because they're struggling just like we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 especially to be a to be a woman in Hollywood in general is tough, but to be a uh, a minority woman in Hollywood is really difficult. You get typecast, you don't get right. a ton of opportunities. And like she was saying, she had to uh, mask her accent and all that kind of foolishness. And, and I can't believe that only two percent 
of people in Hollywood, actors, actresses are, are Latinas. Are yeah. Latinos. That, that's ridiculous. Like, I mean, I guess, you know, thinking back and looking at movies and thinking of movies that I've seen, I can understand it now because they don't typically have a lot of Latino women as characters or anything like that. So, All right. So we'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. More than 5,000 kids and teens in this country die on the streets each year. They die from disease, abuse, and even suicide. And they are dying right here in Northeast Ohio. And the sad thing is, they don't have to end up as a statistic or be miserable and hurting. Because caring people like you can help them with a donation of time, money, or outreach supplies. We are Stand Up For Kids, a national 501c3 not-for-profit. The mission of Stand Up For Kids is to help homeless and at-risk kids and youths under age 24 improve their lives. And volunteers and donors are the ones who carry out that mission in cities across America. There are three ways that you can help our cause, by providing supplies for homeless kids, by volunteering, or a cash donation. Think of the young people in your own life, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? Visit us online at standupforkids.org slash Cleveland. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Hi, everybody. This is Liana Mendoza, and you are listening to the Outlaws Radio Show. I am so excited to be here in Cleveland, Ohio, filming with an all-star cast, including myself, the hit movie, Hey, Mr. Postman. (laughs) Ay, Dios mío. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not here today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. And let's send a shout out once again to Liana Mendoza. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. For it was a pleasure. us on the show. It definitely was a pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm glad E. wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, e Secretly, because right. he would have been drooling. <laughs> All on her because if you think she's pretty in picture, you, she's gorgeous in person. Right. So it's like completely different. And so. you know, E, like, he just blatant with it. You know what I mean? I, I try to be a little slick with mine. No, you know he, he don't care. He asked Paula J. Parker why her husband was behind him. Can I take <laughs> you on a date? Like, what? He did. He His did that. Husband saying behind him, like, mm, yeah, okay, white boy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> make sure, hey, make sure y'all go to outlawsradioshow.com to hear last week's episode with Walter Franks and Paula J. Parker. Yes. You will hear exactly what we're talking about. Awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And yes, E did hit on Paula while her husband was standing right, right there. Literally a hundred <laughs> feet behind him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about some of the things that uh, Liana was saying about being a uh, a minority a per- a woman of color in Hollywood and some of the struggles and things like that and it was just you know I've been saying to to you and and to E uh about this movie that it's been really cool to see a movie that was reflective of the culture mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. because now in Cleveland there's a we're we're based in Cleveland for those of you who don't who don't know. There's a lot of movies that are being shot here, which is all good. I love it. I love every movie that comes here. Um, but you don't see a ton of movies from our culture. Right. No, being you don't. shot here. So it, it was really cool to see that. And then to hear uh, Liana's comments about how, 
you know, she really gets to shine, really gets to be herself in in this black Hollywood movie. Because that's basically what it is. It is. You know what I mean? I, I think that's I think that's really cool. I think that's really dope. Yeah. Shout out. Definitely shout out to like the producers, the directors, the writers for letting her be able to shine. And like she said, be herself. So, yeah. I mean, I think everybody really got to be themselves. Like yeah. everybody had their little silly moments. And that's just how they are in person. So Walter Franks is stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's can, my dude. Man. Shout out to Walter, man. He is the coolest. But he's that, fried. When y'all see this movie this is exactly how he is in real life like <laughs> i'm not even kidding like some of the things he said i can definitely picture him, him saying to somebody else like because that's just him he's just a funny dude so yeah. he's really really funny and for those of you uh you know i'm a I'm a Martin fanatic. I still watch it like it just came out. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, uh, if, if you guys remember, there was an episode of Martin where Gina's mom's hair got messed up by the hair dryer, by the hairdresser, I believe. And Gina went to talk to the lawyer and the lawyer was named Larry H. Darker. That was Walter Franks. Yes. So go back and look at that. And the way that he acted there is who he is in real life. The exact. Tuh. Okay, I'm not even exaggerating. The exact same way. Okay, so Walter, I'm, you you better be listening. Right, right, right. <laughs> you is fried. Yeah, like I keep telling them. Hey, you know what? That's that's a, he's a cool dude, man. Everybody has been so cool. We keep saying that, but it's it's so. We've interviewed a lot of celebrities. We have some of them we like, and some of them we don't. And even even we've <laughs> interviewed here, local celebrities. Yeah, and even and, local celebrities. Yeah, and they weren't even as down to earth as he was, exactly, or so, as any of them. as anybody on there. So so that's why like it's a really big deal because this entire everyone we've dealt with from the producers to the directors, the writers, the cameraman, the, the everything. Yeah, the quiet on the set man. Shout out to him. I don't yeah, know his was, name. Yeah, I don't know his name either. But that's a cool dude, man. So. Shout Shout out to the quiet on the set, man. He was he was talking about how he was happy and proud that he get paid to tell people to shut, shut up. up. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's America right there. That's America. So shout out to everybody. But please make sure you go out and see that movie. Yes, please. When it comes support. out next year, it is definitely definitely for the culture so make sure you go see that it is all right so we have a couple of minutes left yeah so in this couple of minutes we are going to talk about a story that i saw on facebook the other day and sent it to my crew and they loved the story so we got to talk about it i think loved is not enough (laughs) i I more than love this story so bring it up real quick we got two minutes so it was just a video of a british guy and uh, he was getting scrotum tox. <laughs> so, what that you is. made me spit. <laughs> scrotum tox is Botox for the scrotum. And what it does for the scrotum is it makes it smoother, it makes them larger, and it makes them longer. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Like, who thought this was a good idea? I guess you could Botox anything nowadays. I mean, that just shows it. Like, well, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Like, who cares? Well, that's what I was about to ask. So, as a lady, do you care what the scrotum looks oh like? Oh, my God. His scrotum is not 
smooth <laughs> oh my god i cannot do this you don't have a smooth scrotum like <laughs> it doesn't matter like i feel like if you had a, a a smooth one i would be like what be a little concerned why is it so smooth what's wrong with it right, like, right. or them my- i should say <laughs> but you know they said it's supposed to improve the sex drive as well but i i just kept thinking like i feel like it would ruin the kids yeah, right. I mean, like, how does this not ruin the kids considering you're injecting a strange substance directly to the kids? And what <laughs> happens? What happens if something goes wrong? What happens if like, dude, you can kill yourself? Well, first of all, I'm very mad that he he was in pain in the video. And then after they were done saying it didn't hurt, you just was in there like, ah, ah, how you going to say it didn't hurt? And then the dude's like, it's just a mosquito bite. No, it's not. You don't feel mosquito bites. It's a bee sting. <laughs> it's a needle in the scrotum. That hurts. Uh, you, I don't even have one, and I know that that hurts. I don't give a damn or what have you them. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you say, right? Like, you know that hurts. Are you like, going to get scrotum tox? Oh, hell no. Come on. You don't want smooth scrotum? <laughs> smooth larger and longer scrotum (laughs) hey we gotta go to break but i want you guys well i want the girls in particular (laughs) to hit us up on social media at facebook at the outlaws radio or on twitter at outlaws radio tell us do you even care do you care what the scrotum looks that the scrotum is smooth and larger (laughs) (laughs) and we've made a record for saying the word scrotum on the air (laughs) so stay tuned we got lifestyles of the rich and lavish coming up next here on the outlaws the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. This is Darby or the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. I'm not admitted. I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. We all looking for something no, that's unconditional. No, no, Get Unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. Ewell is not here today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us up there on the Twitters at Outlaws Radio. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the Lifestyles of the Rich and Lavish, where we take a visit to the celebrity world and see what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Miss <laughs> Lavish Let's get it Alright so I don't know Y'all probably don't watch Powerpuff Girls Or never did Cause no. it doesn't come on anymore But they're gonna have a fourth one A fourth one A fourth Powerpuff Girl They We don't know what she looked like We just see her silhouette She is gonna be played by a South African actress So hopefully she's black And that would be really freaking dope if she is Cause there wasn't a Powerpuff Girl that was black is it? Nope they're all white <laughs> with big, pretty eyes. So Wow, I thought you were about to say something else. What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> when you started with big, I'm like, whoa. I've never seen a cartoon before, so I have no idea what they look like. Yeah, well, yeah, they're there. It's okay. But anyways. <laughs> Next. 
All right. So Kim and Kanye West are expecting a girl. They did get a surrogate. Um, I just want to say congratulations to them because although I don't. She can't have kids? No, she can, but she probably just doesn't want her fake body to go through any more damage. She spent <laughs> a lot of money on that. So I just want to say the congratulations. Of just huh. go Go ahead. <laughs> they are the opinions of everyone in the world. <laughs> but I just want to say congratulations. Everyone knows I'm not a Kardashian fan, but when a new baby is coming, that's pretty dope. Yeah, so. that's what's up. Next. Kiki Wyatt's husband, she's, what, eight months pregnant, I believe, seven months, mm-hmm. is asking for a divorce. What? And he said he will not be her husband. So um, ah. he Jasmine Brand confirmed that he did request a divorce from her while she's eight months pregnant. For over seven years, I have been Kiki's husband, backbone, friend, confident, and support system. I have loved, raised, support, and cared for every child in our family, biological or not, including our son who is currently batting, battling leukemia. I will continue to be that person and do all these things, but I will not be her husband. I can no longer allow our children to live in a toxic environment and because i love kiki i can no longer accept toxic behavior wow so she she has any response uh she no she hasn't responded but she did before this came out before he said what he said she did post a video of her crying basically when he did ask for the divorce so really you know that's a it's like i get you want it but this is a bad time you you clearly said that your son is battling leukemia you know that she's pregnant so it's like come on like yeah yeah you you gotta do a little better but it's it, it's cool next all right so ray lewis claims that the ravens would have signed colin kaepernick if it wasn't for his girlfriend's racist tweets um so according to espn lewis claims that the ravens did not sign kaepernick because of racist tweets his girlfriend uh sent out which featured lewis and the team owner steve biscotti yep lewis said we were going to close the deal to sign him steve biscotti biscotti said i want to hear colin kaepernick speak to let me know that he wants to play football he continued his girl goes out and put that i put out that racist gesture and doesn't know we are in back office about to try to get him signed so basically the gesture is from django i believe this is django i've never seen the movie yeah, django on chain yeah mm-hmm. with um samuel jackson and maybe this isn't django then was he in that yes he was let me um, see that I, be- I believe okay. I believe that's the right. Yeah. So it was like the, uh, he was hugging the master from behind. Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, that's Django. So they, so she. This is why she needs to stay in her place. Yes, you, because stay all the way in your lane. At, at the end of the day, you cost him a job. Yep. And we don't know if they were really going to do it. He could just be saying this, but if they were, you doing? Why did you do that? Right. Why? For what? It, why would you post something racist when your husband's trying to stand up it against it? Or unbelievably. Girl, or boyfriend, whatever. Unbelievably petty. It is. Unbelievably petty. It is. And so you can't. I mean, I, I hope it's not true, but if it is, he need to check that shit. Yeah. Next. So uh, basically, Isaiah Thomas said, I don't think that the Boston Celtics got a better got better by making this trade. Shade. Very much shade. <laughs> but I mean, we all kind of have to agree on this yeah i agree so i mean it was still shade but I it, it was shade they didn't get the better trade but you, that's basically what he had to say he said that he's excited to be playing alongside lebron james in this up-and-coming season um so he's still hurt by his trade though he didn't really want to go but hey 
it is what it is. Right. You're on a better team now. Well, and you know what? I mean, I can understand from his perspective, too, because, you know, he played for them after his sister was killed in that car accident and uh, played with a chipped tooth. And, and, you know, he was he they're the reason he's hurt now. Yeah. he He kept playing for him and playing for him while he was hurt. You know what I mean? So I can understand from his perspective that he's like, you know, he gave literally everything for him and then they just ship him off in the dead of night like it ain't nothing you know what i mean so i get where he's coming from but you know what though he's going to have much more fun much more growth right here in cleveland we're gonna make sure we gonna hey isaiah thomas you need to holler at us man we're gonna throw we're gonna throw some parties for you you know what i'm saying get you into the cleveland community yeah you know there and and he's here yeah he's here now so they did the press conference this week yep so um so another sports topic um ezekiel elliott loses appeal of the six game suspension following domestic abuse allegations yeah Okay, so he was accused of physically assaulting his ex-girlfriend back in 2016. And after finding what the league described as substantial and persuasive evidence against the Dallas Cowboys running back, they decided to suspend suspend him for six games. Mm -hmm. Um, He appeared, he um, appealed his punishment, I'm sorry, but it it has officially been denied. Um, So his team expressed that they're pretty much disappointed at what happened in the verdict. Yeah. this to me is like if he's not found guilty in the court of law who are you to suspend him yeah i mean i get that you're trying to put that out there but didn't ray right never well and i mean that's the thing like he (laughs) he's entitled to due process in the court of law but they don't give him due process in the nfl which is weird until he's found guilty i feel like he shouldn't be suspended any nothing should be like you said it's well like they said it's just like evidence like they haven't he hasn't been trialed he hasn't been convicted he hasn't anything but you know what though that is this is the age that we live in this is the trial in the court of opinion yeah the trial in the court of social media and they knew that had they not suspended him it was going to be a lot of women that were going to be very angry about it yeah so they i think they did what they felt like they had to do to try to uh, stay away from the backlash or whatever but it wasn't necessarily in Ezekiel's best interest I, and to be honest I don't know the full story I haven't really read up on it all like that so I don't know if he did it or if he didn't do yeah. it but just saying I mean he's he doesn't have due process because they just suspended him because of the allegation right yeah so the Colts player Antonio Cromarty Crow Marty. Crow Marty. And their wife uh, announced the birth of their sixth child. And they have a new reality show. But but this is why I just fell out while you was talking. Because I was I was reading this. They walk they have a daughter named Jet Paxton. Uh Um this is the couple's sixth child. This is Antonio's fourteenth. Oh. He had a vasectomy though. So he might want to get a dude. <laughs> um, but they are having a um, the reality show. It's called the Crumb Marty's. Mm-hmm. It's coming this fall to USA Network. Um, so shout out to them and shout out to their new. Is, is new he baby. still playing or is he retired? I want to. I don't know. It doesn't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm sure he's retired though. Yeah. Because he's standing in the picture. He's standing on the field as a referee. So fourteen kids. <sighs> Could you imagine having 14 kids? His child support. Okay, let's start there. Okay, 
That's why he need a TV show. That child support probably. You got to pay that money. High as hell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways. Next. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes finally possibly confirmed their relationship. Yes, I saw that. Maybe. I saw that. They were holding hands? Yeah. I think that confirms it. Good for them. I mean, it's nobody's business, but I'm all for interracial love. I love me some mixed babies. I'm a mixed baby. So I'm all for that international. International. Inter- well, international too. We like that too. We like we like all. Of we us. like that too. Shout out Liana. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, God. You just had to do that. Anyways. Steve Harvey says that he regrets meeting with Donald Trump and yes, says he should that. have listened to his wife. Duh. <laughs> um, in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Harvey said the backlash was so vicious that it really threw me. I did not see that coming, he said. I was being called names that I've never been called. Uncle Tom, a coon, a sellout, because I want to see this man, which only happened because my business partner got a call from the Obama transition team who said that Trump's transition team would like to set up a meeting. That's cool and all, but I mean, they call it how they see it and you shouldn't have met with them. But here's the thing. I, I didn't think that that was fair. <laughs> no, I really didn't think that, not. that the criticism. First of all, shout out to Steve Harvey. I love me some Steve Harvey. That's we my know. dude. That's my dude. But um, I didn't think that was fair. I mean, to 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 come at him like that because he met with dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially this was at the beginning, too. This was before Trump officially became president and really started doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. I agree. So, I mean, if you I mean, he just went to talk to him. You know, what And I mean? we don't That's know what he talked about. Right. He could have talked about what's going on in the black communities. He he might right. not have. I mean, we don't know. But at this point And everybody at, on this show, everybody who listens to this show know I'm not a fan of Trump. Right. But but, <laughs> but I this, didn't think that was fair. I feel like at this point on, if a black celebrity goes to Oh yeah, you don't go him, you don't go talk to him now. <laughs> you need you are those names. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't go talk to him now. Like this you, was <laughs> this was at the transition. Like at like Charlottesville changed everything. Like you don't go talk to him now. That literally changed everything. I mean, not my opinion. My opinion stays the same. It's always will be. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of the outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Pleasure, the new single by Devon and Madeline Hayes. Get pleasure now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and on all other major digital outlets from FCB Records. Welcome back to The Outlaws. This is The Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not here today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And follow us on Twitter. Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now, before we leave you today, Miss Lavish has an outrageous unbelievable unbelievable (laughs) (laughs) i can't even think of any other ways to describe it story go 
All right. So this is coming from anywhere. You can find it anywhere. Okay. <laughs> New York Post, HuffPost, Huff anywhere you can find it. Shade Room, wherever. Right. So on Tuesday, Liam Smith launched a GoFundMe campaign to, re- to replace his $357 window. He did this because firefighters had to destroy it to save his feces flinging date. Okay. <laughs> so it all started uh, when Smith took his date to Nando's, a Portuguese restaurant in Bristol, UK. Afterward, he took her back to his apartment where they Netflixed and chilled. Mm-hmm. Probably was trying to do fire sticking. <laughs> You know, it rhymes with stick. <laughs> Anyways. So his date went up. She went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. and But I guess she came back like pretty upset, flushed or panicked. Like, I went for a poo in your toilet, she told him. But when the toilet went flush, she lost her head a little. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in a tissue paper and threw it out the window. <laughs> her poop, by the way. <laughs> unfortunately though her poop didn't make it out the window at all due to a design uh the bundle instead fell inside a wide gap between the window's two panes (laughs) um so (laughs) she went to go fetch the poop okay Oh my goodness. And after 15 minutes there's, of trying to get it, <laughs> yeah, after 15 minutes of trying to get the poop, she was stuck upside down in the window. And he had to call the fire, the fire people, and they had to destroy the window um in the process to get her um out. So a rep <laughs> So a rep for the Avon Fire and Rescue Service told the Bristol Post, "We received a call at 2241 to one, fe- to one female trapped between an interior and exterior glass. <laughs> Two crews were sent from Temple Station and she was rescued using hand tools. Oh, my goodness. So, so far, Smith has received more than $1,000 on his GoFundMe page. Um, he plans to donate the leftover amount to Good Causes, the local firefighters charity, and an organization. Yeah, he owes them. <laughs> and an organization that provides flushing toilets in developing countries. <laughs> I think that's so funny. No, but let me tell you something. Funny story, real quick. Okay. We this got was, time. Go ahead. This was probably like, mm, shoot, like seven, eight years ago. Right. Me and my friend Candace, we went to this guy's house. Shout out to Candace. Yes, shout out to Candace. Went to this guy's house, and you know, girls, we don't go to the bathroom by ourselves. Right. So she's like, come on, come to the bathroom with me. I'm like, okay. So we go to the bathroom. She's about to use the toilet. She opens it and it's a poop. <laughs> like just a. It's a turd just sitting <laughs> in the toilet. So me and Candace, I mean, we're young. We're, we're still in high school. So right. we're sitting up there dying laughing for like 10 minutes so the dude comes to the door banging on the door trying to come in like what are y'all doing what are y'all meanwhile it's just the poop like we could have flushed it but it's just so much funnier i don't know poop is just funny (laughs) it's like you could simply flush it (sighs) (laughs) i'm sure that guy didn't think it was funny no i don't think he even realized what was going on because we left afterwards <laughs> so i don't know i don't know shout I'll, out i don't know if he ever knew that the poop. so you never told him no <laughs> oh i didn't know it. this was her guy i didn't know him oh okay. i don't know if she told him but i i from what i recall she didn't tell him so poop is just funny okay why this lady 
tried to do that i don't know <laughs> i ain't never picked up no poop i ain't dog poop you know obviously but i ain't picking but the pooper scooper yeah i ain't picking i ain't digging my poop out the toilet i'm gonna be like dude i'm sorry my stomach was messed up like it was that food you gave me during that netflix and chill session yeah like <laughs> i'm sorry i pooped and it won't go down that's embarrassing See, duh, what what do you i have to ask what do you what would you do in that situation like what would you do oh uh, i don't know i would be like oh ish <laughs> literally <laughs> honestly i don't know what i would do because that's embarrassing because you know guys I, I guess they think girls don't poop so like you don't want to be like hey i just took a dump in your toilet like you know what i mean like first of all you really shouldn't be taking a dump at his house i would have been like me personally like if i have to poop i'm gonna be like i gotta go right i would much rather you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it and that was the first date right first date yeah you wouldn't do it at his house on the first date no i wouldn't even do it on the third fourth or fifth <laughs> i'm sorry i don't like to poop in public for one unless i absolutely have to go like if yeah. i have to go where i can't hold it where my stomach is like oh no <laughs> you better not fart don't trust the fart you gonna short yourself oh you stupid you but stupid. I mean, that's that food, that Portuguese food. You can't just be eating that. You, man. Yeah, that's true. I would have straight got a salad. He took me there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that salad, please. <laughs> like, it's like when you go on dates, you kind of got to know what you can and can't have. All right. Especially if you plan on, first of all, you met him on Tinder. So you already know what he's trying to do. Right. You know what it is. So, like. <sighs> so, let me ask. If that was your. Um, Poop. No, not not if that was your poop. Oh. If that was, if the roles were reversed and you was on a date for the first time with a guy and that situation happened with a guy, would you go on another date with him? No. <laughs> Why did you dig your hand in the toilet? You are gross. <laughs> like, first, like, like, just tell me, like, you know what I mean? Just be like, hey, like, I low key was itching some bricks and I, I clogged your <laughs> toilet. And let me know. Don't take upon your own self like <laughs> he ain't have a plunger that's what i mean i'm confused he ain't got a plunger you know what that's a very good point she couldn't just <laughs> like plunge the turd out i don't know wow. this is too much dario if this was your chick would you go on a date with her again you got it you gotta respect though how far she was willing to go to get that poop out your house and i think i would respect that like i don't i, I you might get another shot like, you might get another shot. I mean, we all poop. Everybody poops. It's a book <laughs> called Everybody Poops. So we know it happens. I mean, I think that's worse than start. I mean, I don't think that's worse than starting your period. <laughs> In a guy's bed. Oh, wow. On that note, we're going to transition right on to the next. I think that's a little worse. <laughs> to the next topic before we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. So speaking of windows, because that's what connects these two stories, uh, we're going to switch topics completely and say that uh, those of you who pay attention to sports, you know that the Cleveland Indians are on a have been on a 15-game winning streak. Windy Well, Universal Windows Direct, a Cleveland company, this is according to Yahoo, uh, told people they sold uh, windows, new windows to people earlier in the year. Uh-huh. And they said that if the Indians won 15 games in a row, that they would give them their money back. So... Because the Indians won 15 games in a row, now Universal Windows Direct has to pay $1.7 million back to the customers. 
I think I wish I had bought some damn windows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I live in an apartment, and I wish I would have bought some windows. <laughs> like that's dope, man. That, that is dope. Shout out to Windows. Yes, Universal Windows Direct. Oh, and and Universal. here's the good thing too: they were smart enough to get insurance. So, so the insurance I'm assuming is going to pay for most, if not all, of that, and not, and they won't be bankrupt from that. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. That's 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 yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> and smart on their part could you imagine though like you just pay all this money for these windows and then all of a sudden you get your money back all right well first of all i feel like a lot of people who spend all those monies on those windows got money got money to so they ain't with. really worried about that money back <laughs> they're like it's cool we got it unless you had a situation like old dudes you just read about and you gotta get windows <laughs> you gotta get windows yeah i you know what i i, I don't know I'm lost for words <laughs> about that lady. She really. I had to bring it up one more I'm time. I'm sorry, but she got stuck upside down. I don't know if I said that, but she was upside <laughs> down in between two windows. First of all, how the hell did you fit between two windows? She, I know my big butt ain't fit. I was about to say, she's pretty flexible. She might, might need to call her. Oh, yeah. Get poop on you. <laughs> she's in the UK. You're going to have to make a trip. <laughs> I'm not going all the way out there for no poop. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a chick here that'll poop on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. I will pass. All right. Last word. Um, last words is I just want to send prayers to um, Lil Wayne because he was hospitalized for yeah. seizures. He was yeah. found unconscious um, in his room. He is now released. He is doing okay. Man, come on. You got to put that put down that promethazine dude yeah, like you stay, got to stay off that lean I'm, man i'm glad he's i'm glad he's good because he is one of the greatest greatest rappers i mean i'm sorry lil wayne got the bangers for days but i gotta say something i'm so happy for gucci y'all gucci this is your year and it's 17 10 17 brick squad come on anyways i hope he pays you for that i hope he does too <laughs> the judge terminates his probation two years early that's dope because Gucci has grown and he's he was in jail so at least you can see that some people do grow from that some people learn experiences and everything so shout out to Gucci all right we're out of here we will see you next week once again thank you to Liana Mendoza for coming on the show and make sure you go see the new movie uh hey Mr. Postman when it comes out next year we out of here we'll see you next week peace CB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.